Good morning, everybody. This is Jonetta at They Did Not Get the Memo. I don't know how this is going to sound to you, but I went to, I'm eating my breakfast, and I went to stand up, and my phone ended up um, head first into my cereal. I don't know if milk is as damaging as water is to a cell phone, but I put it in a bag of rice. I caught myself cutting it off. It came back on, so I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to make this podcast anyway. I um, made a podcast yesterday about, uh, okay, let's put it like this. Um, they said something to the effect on Channel 2 News that this gentleman who I think he was supposed to protect animals or for NRA I forget which one exactly because I got so excited when I heard what he did um, he had shot and killed a white elephant and um, they had footage of that and then they had also had footage of him. Well, first of all, let me back up. He has shot the white elephant three times. And um, the guide had to do the fatal, you know, he did the fourth shot, which killed the elephant, white elephant. Then they said they showed him again uh, shooting, killing another elephant and cutting off its tail. Now, to my knowledge, and I'm not an expert, you all know that, um, uh, white elephants are are, are rare and endangered species. And they said they they didn't show um, this footage. uh, It was supposed to be shown or they didn't show it because they were concerned about the PR. public relations uh, image that he would um, portray. Uh, (laughs) I don't blame him for not showing it, but somebody got a hold of it, and it was on Channel 2 News yesterday morning. Then the second thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, a few of my podcasts I don't think got um, aired because of my lack of knowledge, you know, really fine-tuning how to do this. And um, today, I, I, I was woken up at 6.30. I don't get up till 7.30. My neighbors have, I guess they have their grandchildren come by at 6.30 in the morning. I don't know what that's about. But they, you know, like, boom, 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 boom and stomping and dragging stuff across the floor and in the bedroom, either in the bedroom or in the, in the stairwell. Okay, so instead of being angry and trying to get back to sleep, I just got up, turned on my favorite uh, Christian show, Shepherd's Chapel, and blasted it because, you know, it seems like when there's bad around, hold on, I have an iRobot 
and it just closed the door. So I can only assume that if I didn't come in here and open the door, it, that's where it would be. It would be in the bathroom, going round and round and round like a drunk relative. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, getting back to what I was talking about. Oh my God, come on. This vacuum cleaner, you know, it's a, it's, it's a novel idea to have something vacuum the floor for you. And that's uh, the noise that you hear. But I refuse to download the app for my uh, uh, iRobot because I don't want them to get that much into my life. And it runs fine uh, without an app download. Just, uh, I have the Shark iRobot. Um, and I bought it with my stimulus check because there are times when I get sick and for some reason I've been getting sick often. Um, I want my house clean and I don't have the energy or the um, strength to get up and do it myself. So I thought it would be a good investment and they say cleanliness is close to godliness. So I bought it and I had uh, 60 days to return it. I probably have, let's see, on the 17th made 30 days. So on the 17th of May, makes 60 days. And if I don't decide uh, before then uh, whether or not I'm going to keep this thing, I will um, <laughs> have to deal with the warranty. It only has a year warranty. But when I first got it, I just walked around and followed it, see what it do. It, it's like a, a, a drunk person that's bumping in the walls. <laughs> it's kind of funny because, it, it, you know, it has uh, uh, sensors on it. And it'll bump into something and then it'll turn, you know, a little bit, like trying to feel where's the corner. And then it'll, it'll uh, after it does, you know, the area, it has strips too. Nobody tells you about the strips. You have to put these strips down that comes with the iRobot and it um, keeps it from going where you don't want it to go. So I laid the strips down in front of the television in the living room and the wires to the television in the bedroom so it doesn't go in that area. Because uh, when I first got it, I was just letting it run around by itself to see what it do. And then um, it had snatched the digital converter off the television onto the floor. It had gotten up underneath the, the stand that I have the television on, back up in the corner somewhere where, where it doesn't have nowhere it shouldn't be. So I, I took the strips out, cut them accordingly, and put them in a place where I don't want it to go. Um, 
it also goes back to the uh, base and um, empties and recharges itself. And that, that's pretty neat, huh? But until I download the app, which they tried to force me to do when I called the company, um, it just goes around, it bumps into things, it turns around, it finds out, and it keeps going, and it bumps into this, and it bumps into that. Kind of like a drunk. <laughs> they, that vision is gone wacky. <laughs> anyway, um, darn it. What was I talking about? I forgot. Anyway, um, that's the shark iRobot. And I have, uh, I think, until the 17th of May to take it back and get my money back. There are other brands, but, um, you know, I'm giving it a good college try to see if I'm going to keep it or not. Uh, all right, I told you about me dropping my phone into my cereal milk. I told you about me trying to put it in a bag of rice, cut it off and put it in a bag of rice. But apparently I didn't press all the buttons to uh, instruct the phone to cut off. So, it's still working. But I don't know how it's going to sound to you. Because like I said, it went head first, which means that's where the, the speaker is and the camera is and the buttons, but I didn't just leave it there. I snatched it out quickly and um, tried to dry it off quickly. Then I went and found some rice, and I have brown rice, so I hope it works as well as white rice. Anyhow, uh, you know, um, in listening to my Bible study, I use that when my neighbors are rudely don't have any consideration for uh, people that live under them. And uh, I think they started at 5.30 this morning. And I could hear mumble, 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 mumble. They have been arguing in the stairwell, so I'm hoping I'm not having one of those hallucinations they said that you have when you have a, a brain surgery, uh, aneurysm surgery. Um, I don't think I'm hallucinating. I'm pretty solid on the on what I see. Um, but anyway, they started at 5.30. So I just got up and started listening to Shepherd's Chapel. I like Shepherd's Chapel because they are pretty, uh, pretty accurate on scripture and uh, on teaching you the Greek and Hebrew. Uh, you know, and so anyway, I, I was distracted for a minute watching the news coverage on India. They're having such a hard time now with the coronavirus. It's so sad. It is so sad. 
to watch so many people suffering. And you know, they said that India or Asians have crazy money. So, um, I don't know what they're going to do in India. I don't know how they're going to come up out of this. They have all kinds of riches. They should use it on, well, you know, they're, it's just, you know, I don't see how people can have so much money and watch people that are suffering in the, sa- the same people, the same country, the same, I don't, I don't get it, you know, um, I really don't get it how there can be so much suffering in the midst of so much wealth. Um, Don't these people, how do they sleep at night? I guess you can't be rich and worry about poor people, but what do you do, walk around with blinders on? Yeah, have your eyes closed. I mean, it's right up there, front and center in your face. And, and India's really, 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 really having a bad time with this coronavirus. And it's, it's heartbreaking to see that kind of suffering. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, okay, this might be a stretch, okay? But, um, ooh, I got to get ready and go to work. It's almost 9.30. I better hurry up and finish eating my cereal instead of talking to you guys. Anyway, the third thing I want to talk about, and it might be a stretch. You remember Cain and Abel. Cain killed Abel, his brother. And just like I related the uh, coronavirus to the death angel, you know, the blood of the lamb on the door, so the death angel passed over. And and relevant to me, it's a stretch that if everybody shelter in place like they told us to, um, there would not have been such a, 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 a bad outbreak. Okay, here's another stretch. Cain and Abel, African-American people, killing African-American people, brother killing brother, Cain and Abel. Does that make sense to you guys out there? It seems like, I mean, if you're not African-American, maybe you don't understand, but for black people to be killing black people doesn't make sense. We don't have anything to kill each other for. And if we did have something, it's just not right to kill anybody. Nobody has the qualifications to judge or, or, or decide who should live and who shouldn't live. Nobody has that. Only God has that, if you believe in God or your higher power. He's the only one that's qualified to judge and issue out uh, death. That's his 
I mean, that's, he's the only one qualified to do that. So, like they said, he without sin cast the first stone. And because we made of this fleshy stuff, everybody sins. Even the one that's holier than now, they've done a sin. I'm sure of it. We can't help ourselves. We're of the flesh. But I didn't want to get all religious on you. I just want, it came to me. Wow, Cain and Abel, because I was listening to Shepherd's Chapel. Wow, that sounds like brother killing brother. That sounds like black man killing black man. Hmm. Anyway, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to stop stretching for relevancy. (laughs) You guys, listen. You have a great day, like I said yesterday, and I don't know if it got produced. Um, Nobody has the right to take you on their trip. If your day start off good, let it stay good. Some people, that's their job. Their job is to make life harder than it needs to be. Don't be mad at them. Just keep them away from you. Do that over there. I'm not mad at you. But you are um, making life harder than it needs to be. Toxic. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. So what I'm trying to say: If your day start off good, let it stay good. Don't let nobody take you on their trip, because if they're not happy, they don't want nobody else to be happy, and that's their job. Let them do their job somewhere else, away from you. Okay. And God bless you. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Have a good day. And I'll be talking to you tomorrow. All right. Bye. Hello, everybody. This is Jonetta from They Did Not Get the Memo. This governor of Arkansas um, is talking about uh, President Biden's uh, address and what he wants to do. Now, first they had a black man get up there and say something that's totally, totally out of pocket. Uh, He's the only Republican I heard. Anyway, I'm not going to get to insulting him. Um, But this governor of Arkansas, you know, they don't want to spend the money. And the money that they don't want to spend is the money we pay in taxes for when we need help. President Biden is trying to help. Real help. Not talking out the side of your face help. And nothing never show up. So, I don't, you know, they are so blatantly, um, not racist, but prejudiced against people that do not have, that they're willing to let people like myself who have, who is awake, 
and others who are awake and know exactly what he's saying. We need the jobs. The only thing I disagree with President Biden on is the immigration. Not that I don't like immigrants. It's that we don't have any more room. There are people living on the sidewalk as it is. People that's born and die here, live here all their life that cannot own property. And immigrants come here and the next thing you know, they're buying a house. And I don't begrudge them for that. It's always good to try to do better for you and your family. But my grandmother had a saying that she heard from somebody else. said, charity starts at home and spreads abroad. That means get these people off the damn sidewalk first. Put them in decent housing first. And then talk about immigrating more people. Um, I know this ain't going to make me too popular. And I really don't care. But look around. You think those people are outside because they want to be outside? I would say 10% want to be outside. But I'm quite sure those people would like to have a nice home. A roof over their head. Something that they control. Something that is theirs. I'm sure of it. So. That's. I don't know. It's stepping over the real issues. And that government governor from Arkansas. Talking about what the people need. How the F he know what we need. He's not down here in the trenches with us. Don't know, he know about as much as what we need as, as he would know what a woman would need. He's a man, and he couldn't possibly know what a woman needs. It's a sad state of affairs, folks. It's sad. It's like those movies where you see people that live above ground, people that live below ground, people that uh, play ball are wearing linens and living in nice, clean houses. And um, people that are uh, rebellious are living underground in abandoned caves and under tunnels under the city. Uh, I know you guys have seen this before in movies. How do you think those people got there? They are the disposable people. Okay, it, it's, it's, it's just people, I mean, in the year 2021, being over a half a century years old, and you see them come, you see them go, you hear them tell they spew, you see what they do, what they don't do. I believe that Biden is really trying to make a difference, you know, and and, and if uh, it's not our their money, you know, it's our tax dollars that is paying for all of this. Even their apartments when they go to Washington D.C. when they have a house where they live at normally, 
Nobody's paying our rent for an apartment that nobody's living in. What about those apartments? What about the politicians' apartments that they live in when they're in town? What about those places? They make a nice home for somebody that don't have a house. I'm not an expert. I'm not a political scientist. I do have an understanding of cause and effect. And I see where this is going. I've seen it in so many um, epocalypse-type movies. The only thing that the masses can hope is they're not one of the ones caught left outside. Because there are going to be two kinds of people. There are going to be people that live indoors and people that live outdoors. That's where society is going. And, uh, oh my God. It's, it's, it, doesn't look, it doesn't look good. And if you can stay inside, stay inside because there's a thin line like the people who houses burned down in California. They didn't see that coming. Some people are sitting pretty in their new houses, and some people are homeless still living on the streets. I just took a moment of silence. I just wanna know, How does one sleep at night knowing that there's somebody, some child, some mother, some husband, some father, brother, some sister, mother, that is sleeping in a tent on the ground out there? How do they sleep at night and try to not try to do everything in their power to rectify that? Okay, I said enough. Maybe I've said too much. I'm just getting started. Talk to you later. God bless you. Love you. Bye.